You are listening to The 945 Show on WFNULP 94.1 FM and podcasted everywhere. Local music from the Twin Cities. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to WFNULP 94.1 FM in St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio. I am Mike Rez, your host. Bridge Sky is not with us again this morning. She is out handling her business, doing adult things and having fun doing them uh, at work and at home. Uh, but I do have a special in-studio guest Ladies and gentlemen, from KFAI's MSP Sound, Krista Wax is here. Hello, Krista. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Awesome. It's fun to be on the other side of the river. (laughs) (laughs) Do you not make it on this side of the river very often, or what? Um, Not as often as I should. (laughs) You did last week. I did last. I I know, two weeks in in a row. Yes, witness. I like a witness that saw me in St. Paul last week, and I'm here two weeks in a row. This is lovely. Yeah, you're going to need to take a nap or something i think afterwards <laughs> i know i need my passport stamped or something like a special upgrade <laughs> yeah we'll have to get the the mayor in here to do that for you though could you yeah no problem i'll get him in here i'll call him during our music breaks <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> he only like ignored me and dodged me a few times for interviews i mean i don't know just like on the spot interviews oh you know i'm like trying to chase him back to his car and he's like i'm too busy <laughs> Whatever. I mean, oh, ugh. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh, the 945 show, and uh, Krista, I met at the Find Your Stage event. Yeah. Uh, we were on a panel together, yes. and uh, we talked about how to get people's music on the radio. And so I said, well, before I get any of your music on the radio, I'm going to have another radio person on the radio. <laughs> I know it's a little unnerving being on the other side of this, but, you know, I think... You know, we did all right on yep. our on our panel. We held it down. We did. We told people how to do it and submit music and and they're submitting the music. And they're submitting music. Yeah, that's the best part. That that's even better. I love it. Yeah. So we've already I've already played a few that we met. I think you have two already. Yeah. Um, and then last night I recorded an interview uh, with Jada LaFrance. And you've got yeah. Jada coming on your show. Yeah, Monday. Yeah. yeah. So it's isn't it weird to think like people like heard what we said and then took that as advice (laughs) i know they did action items it's i know wow okay yeah well that's good because there's people that take their music career seriously they do and that's what that whole event was about so it's a really fun event and even though i mean i'm not a musician but it was fun listening to the other panels right yeah i'm a little biased i think ours was pretty good but i was the best one oh for sure yeah yeah. (laughs) i think uh I think Rye even said, wow, best panel ever. Yes. Yeah. We're going to be on every panel moving forward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially like the music uh, engineering panels. Oh, Oh, for sure. We're going to nail that one. (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll get the first question. We'll both look at each other. Oh. I don't know. Make up something. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I turn the volume yeah, up and down. <laughs> make sure everything's on and plugged in. That would be my first. Hit the record button <laughs> right. will be step number two. It's, it's not too far off from what we do. No, so not it's, at all. It's It'll be easy. Very easy. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little intimidated yesterday because... So Jada and her guitarist Troy were in, mm. and they're both engineers oh. that work at a rate or at a record studio. Okay. And so and, you know, I'm like asking them questions about ear fatigue and listening to music all day long, you know. And then when we got done, Troy asked me about how I do things and listen to things audioly. I'm like, oh, I don't know, never had that question. Just before. press play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. speaking of hitting record, if you want to listen to this show after it's done and go back and listen to the great comedy styles of Krista and myself, <laughs> uh, please feel free to do so on any of your favorite podcast uh, platforms. Uh, it'll be uploaded when the show is over. And also, if you download the WFNU app, which is free, by the way, you can listen to us on demand uh, and catch us anytime you want. And if you listen to this show on demand, uh, the station managers get a little number that tells us who's the top 10 of the week. <laughs> so, oh. Not that we ever see it, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> we'll see it and and we'll, we get some bragging rights. So, oh, yeah. bragging rights are good. I think KFAI does the same thing because I think we got the same person who developed your app, developed oh. our app. So. Yeah, I never hear about anything. You should ask. That probably means I should. That probably means I should ask. Right. (laughs) Or maybe I don't want to know. Right. (laughs) Appearance is bliss. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're feeling fine right now. Why rule? Yeah, exactly. So we have, uh, you sent me some music that we're going to play. Last week, uh, I'm going to tell on myself here. Last week, um, I put out that we would be playing some music, and I tagged a bunch of artists, and one of those artists was Wooly Mac, and then I did not play any of their music because I ran out of time because I do not know how to read a clock, apparently. (laughs) So we were going to start off the show uh, in a little bit with two of their songs to make up for that mistake on my end. Uh, But you sent me uh, Lays and Low uh, and Maria Issa and Scrunchies and Seymour Perspective, so we're going to talk about... Uh, that music. But tell us a little bit about your show on KFAI. Absolutely. So MSP Sound, KFAI, it's local music. Every Monday, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. I've been doing the show, it'll be five years in January, so I'm kind of looking to, there may, hinting, there may or may not be a five-year celebration (laughs) happening, because why not? And yeah, it's just been a lot of fun. Just that's kind of how I got into that show was I'd been with KFAI for seven years and I always promoted a lot of local music and local shows. And so it just kind of felt natural when the person who was hosting the local music show had stepped away. I think Minnesota Sound and then MSP Sound was born. Nice. Little baby. Yeah. (laughs) You got started seven years ago. What were you doing before you were on the air? Not being on the radio. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That was my first time being on radio, aside from being a seven-year-old pretending I had my own radio show. I mean, does that, is that? That counts. That counts? Yeah. 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 Where I had my microphone and you had that, you changed it to one of those dead air stations and you could hear yourself. So (laughs) when I was seven, I did that very actively. Uh, And then it just took me a minute and I found KFAI and I did a wave project and... 
I just never left the station and they haven't changed the code or turned my key off yet. So yeah, which is always good. That's always good. Every week it's like, oh, it works. <laughs> I can still come in. Okay, good. <laughs> you know, we laugh and joke about that, but that's sometimes how people in radio find out they don't have an air shift anymore. Exactly. Things just don't work for right. them. <laughs> One of the uh, the most nerve-wracking things in radio school, when I went at Brown Institute, when you get to a certain point in your your learnings, they do do the, because they had studios set up, and you'd, you'd have your show, and you'd be assigned a duty for that day, for that three hours. You'd either be the on-air host, you'd be the news reporter, blah, 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 all that stuff. But once in a while, the instructor would come in, and just tap you on your shoulder in the middle of an air shift and say, station's been sold, you're off the air. Stop it. And because that's how they used to do it sometimes. Like you would go to a music break and then come back and it'd be somebody totally different because the DJ had just got fired. Oh. So it does happen. So I joke There's around a, because, I know. Like, because it happens. But <laughs> it doesn't happen at a community radio station. No, it have to be something atrocious, I think. Right. For that, but... I don't think we're atrocious people. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. There's still time. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. I had to fill up our station. One of our station managers just left. He could easily turn his car back around, and he might be driving off the oh. road right now going, oh, my God, what did I do? Who, are, who says Krista? Get her off. <laughs> Leave her in Minneapolis. Right. Don't let her cross the river again. <laughs> yeah. KFAI's been around for a very long time. Yeah. Over 40 years. I want to say 44 I could be lying. It's definitely in the 40s. Yeah. It's like the OG community radio station, I feel like. Yeah. Might be in the country. Might be one of the oldest ones in the country, if not the oldest one. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to look. I feel like I should have brushed up on my KFAI history yeah. before well, coming here. I could be making that up, too. But I'm just, yeah. <laughs> it just feels like it's been around forever. Because I remember there was a, a couple of guys that I went to school with that had shows overnight mm-hmm. on KFAI. Um, like on the weekends. One guy had it like. Fridays from like 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. and they did their show live <laughs> so I was like I I don't know how you do that <laughs> I don't either that's a lot that's commitment that is commitment yeah that's community right there yeah <laughs> so why did you want to do local music why did you want to take the mantle from Minnesota sound and <laughs> make MSP sound and kind of just take off with the local side again I think it's fun just because it is local that artists are somewhat accessible that you can easily go see them perform Mm -hmm. like today for example you could see multiple artists with different block parties that are happening you can get connected pretty easily it's fun and in turn to see them live but also they're more than willing and happy to come in and talk about their music and so it's just uh, I just have a nice little heart for it and and we have actually a really good local music scene I mean if it was all polka music I may not be as excited about it, <laughs> but I think from the mix, a few songs that I selected for today is kind of a good idea that we have such a broad arena of music from Latin, pop, R&B, hip hop, rock. We kind of cover it all, and it's it's really great. Yeah, the uh, the genre that's kind of that I feel in the last couple of years that have kind of is kind of taking off or I shouldn't say taking off because it's been around for a very long time, but it uh, seems to be more punk bands around here. Yeah. And they're doing really good. I think <laughs> a lot of them are out on tour right now. That's so. true. You're right. I know. And it's sad that you know venues like Triple Rock, which used to promote so much punk music, mm-hmm. are not around, but that is still rising. And 
they're like, you know, we'll still find places to go. And you know what? We'll go out of town too, yeah. um, which is fun. Like that's exciting to see. It feels like, oh, my little baby bird is going <laughs> and flying. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because you, you look at bands like Vile and Gully Boys um, and uh, Careful Gaze to a certain extent, they're starting to get out there more. Absolutely. Um, it's cool to see Minnesota bands like out and doing like, they, you know, the U.S. tour, you know, might be 15 dates at smaller clubs, but they're not, they were not resting on their laurels here. They're Absolutely. spreading their wings, like you said, like the baby bird is flying out. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> I like the, uh, like the pop music is starting to come back locally too. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a lot of, and there's nothing right, a lot of singer-songwriters, they do really well, it seems like. That's always a mainstay. That's a yep. staple. For mm-hmm. sure, and it is fun to see more pop music or, like, last week, at the Nitro Wave event, just all of those synthwave-type bands. Like, that was a really fun event, and just seeing that community. Because I don't think I, I think that was my first Nitro Wave event that I've been to, but um, it won't be my last. It didn't <laughs> well, scare good, me away. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I was tap dancing on yeah. stage, we were trying to figure out if Finesse was going to come back out. <laughs> I mean, that was the best part. <laughs> If that's part of every event, yeah, I'm definitely back. Yeah, it might be. You never know. <laughs> that was the first time I ever stood up there going, uh. <laughs> you handled that so well. I'd be like, um, I'm going to check on the band, too. Bye. Yeah. Well, that's when I, when I turned to Eric and I said, which one of us is going to go see if they got an encore? And I was hoping you'd be like, go ahead. But he was like, I got it. And I'm like, oh, well, this didn't work out at all. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Should have said, I'm going to go check on right, Finesse. Yeah. You handle the crowd. You, you just Good luck. Here. Yeah. <laughs> next time. Next time you'll right. do it. <laughs> yeah. He's probably like, someone's going to tell him. He's like, ah, don't go up on stage and the last band is done. Yeah, right. <laughs> Leave Mike to flounder again. Let, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, the time is now 9.59, almost 10 a.m. You're listening to WFNULP 94.1 FM St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio. This is the 945 show. Krista Wax from KFAI is in studio this morning. Uh, I am your host, Mike Rez. We got lots of good uh, local music lined up for you in just a little bit, but we're talking about uh, MSP Sound and how Krista got started and your love for local music. It's really fun. Like You get to know, like you said, bands are accessible, mm-hmm. and you get to know bands, and they almost become friends. Yeah. And a lot of them have become friends over the years. Um but then you also like you know they want to make sure that your their music gets played so you, they're sending you like the secret non-releases. I know. <laughs> I, know. I, I mean I know we'll play Seymour's perspective in a little bit, but I had him on our pleasure drive show last year, and he just kind of co-hosted with me and played two hours of unreleased music, and it was just incredible. And those are the moments where yeah, this is why community radio is so important to mm-hmm. our community and to our music community because. Uh, other stations can't do that. Right. Where I just let them run the way, like, what songs do you want to play? Give me the songs. I don't care how many it is. And they sent me songs that they liked, their unreleased projects. It was so much fun. And those are the moments that I just really love being part of. Right. Local community and music. Yeah. How many of the other um, volunteer programmers at KFAI do local music shows? I think there's at least one other one, and maybe there's two. Uh, you don't have. I mean, I, yeah. 
I'm like, I'm like looking at it. I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I shouldn't have put her in that spot. That's, that's not a great question. <laughs> yeah, Mike. it's no. a horrible question. That's the first time I'd heard that in an interview. Right. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible question. Oh, you want to know who else to have on your show? Is that what's happening? No, I just want you to tell other. your favorites. Yeah, I want, I want people's feelings hurt. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll, I'll come up with some things. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. I'm going to ask your favorite local band, too. So. Oh! <laughs> I won't do I'm that sweating. to you. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. Yeah. It's the question that won't go asked. Not so, on air. Yeah, not on Yeah, afterwards. Heck, yeah, yeah we're talking about yeah. all of you on no. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when I said on the panel, be, be a good interview? Well, this is why. No. Yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. Right now, everyone's turning off their radio. <laughs> So, um, well, let's get into some music. Uh, Wooly Mac, speaking of people who get on the radio and probably didn't think they were going to get on the radio ever, Wooly Mac is, uh, I believe, they've never been on the radio before. Oh, my gosh. So we're actually going to play their music this week because, <laughs> you know, I screwed up last week. So It happens. Yeah. It happens. So we have two songs uh, from Wooly Mac, one called Tell the Truth, and the other one is called Bad Man. Um, and this is on the, I'm trying to figure out the album really quick as I'm talking. I think it's the Tell the Truth album. Uh, it could be wrong. I'm sure they'll let me know. Uh, but get them on Spotify, and yeah. you can find them uh, there, and then follow them on Instagram. And I believe they're on Facebook as well. I don't think they're on Twitter. I didn't see them on Twitter. So okay. Instagram for sure. Uh, follow them there. So this is Wooly Mac on the 945 show on Frogtown Community Radio.
That's Wooly Mac with Tell the Truth on WFNU and the 945 show. And I hit the wrong button, and let's do that, and we're all good. Awesome. Nothing happened. That was a great track. I like both those songs by Wooly Mac. Yeah, it's like Mm. a bluesy, funky bass lines and stuff. It was really good. Yeah. And it stinks that I forgot to play them last week, but now they got two songs, and they both are flipping awesome yeah exactly and they may probably will find their way onto msp sound too well there you go there so, we go nice little crossover see how that works yeah it's actually pretty easy i mean i don't think artists understand like when we talked at the um find your stage event um when i was explaining i was like wow this really is kind of easy around here uh, with community radio stations you just kind of have to figure it out right who they are and how to get it to them but once you start that's your pipeline exactly exactly (laughs) and then they can say oh yeah i was like i know there's an artist i played a long time ago and they were trying to get a gig and they're like well you haven't really done anything and then they said well i was on the radio i was on msp sound i've done an interview there they play my music and then he got the gig well there you go you never know yeah if you're a, a booking agent at a venue and you're like making artists do stuff like that don't do that i know don't gatekeep i know that i can't remember what i think it wasn't even like it wasn't one of the big ones it was maybe like a brewery okay or someone it's like really yeah i that makes makes me frown yeah that's not cool (laughs) Yeah, don't give me a resume yeah about where you've been yeah exactly to play at a brewery and it's at a brewery setting, not that people don't want to go there to listen to music, but it's kind of a background. There can be interaction. Right, yeah. And there's a lot of good uh, artists at breweries Yeah, playing. So uh, Sociable Cider Works is one that has a lot of, especially during this, the summer, they have outdoor shows quite a bit there. Definitely. So uh, if you want to go see some outdoor music, hit up a brewery. Yeah. So. Uh, Speaking of breweries, uh, go out to Urban Growler on October 28th, and uh, we are having a fundraiser with our sister station out at Minneapolis, and KFAI is uh, supporting us, uh, and the Shimmer is going to be I saw that. That's amazing. Yeah, 5 to 9 p.m., Nerdy 
is going to oh, be performing. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, and all uh, money raised uh, is going to both radio stations, both low-powered, here in St. Paul and in Minneapolis. Oh, be awesome. And I'm selling WFNU merch. Oh. So I have a... That. You know, I have uh, a lot of talent in selling merch. Oh, oh. <laughs> I stand there you and have... I say, I'll swipe your card. <laughs> <laughs> well, that does take a lot of skill. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people can't get that card swiping thing right. So right. I feel like, yeah, okay, you have some good experience. Yeah, we'll have to do the tap, too. The okay. tap to pay. That'll be, oh, that's we can do always... that. That'll be easier. Definitely. Um, yeah. So I think we're going to have some sweatshirts and Maybe some T-shirts, I believe. Like don't hold me to it. Yeah, like the one have? I'm wearing. It's a really great sweatshirt. So this was from one of our, uh, or here. I guess I should turn it so you can. Oh read yeah. It. <laughs> um, turn up the volume up was the, volume. the uh, fundraiser we did last November. Okay. So yeah, so I don't know. There might be some leftover ones of these, and there might be new ones. I don't know what they have in Ooh, store. So surprise. But it's a costume party. Oh. So come and uh, check us out. Do you get dressed up for Halloween? Are you a Halloween person? I like Halloween a lot. I don't know if I ever actually have like a costume, but I'll wear like earrings. <laughs> skeleton earrings. A skeleton earrings. Yeah. I or like a Halloween type outfit, maybe something like last year I had a skirt that had skulls on it. Yeah. You get there, right? Like, I you... get there. I kind of, I'm like I'm trying. You just figure out what it is. Yeah. What are you? <laughs> well, I don't know. Figure it out. Yeah. I like that it's in the last 10 years like Halloween has been embraced like Christmas. Yes. And more and more people are celebrating Halloween like a big holiday, like Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter. And now we have, they call it spooky season. Yes. So it's like the whole month is a celebration of, of Halloween, which is awesome. I like to see like, it. Me too. Are you dressing up? Uh, probably not. I don't dress up. Dress uh, up as a DJ? Yeah, that's pretty much. I think God, what was the last time I dressed up was for Halloween. It's when I worked at what was called Airborne Express at the time, but it's DHL now. And okay. I think I just threw on my work uniform, <laughs> <laughs> and I went as a you know as a DHL dri- or Airborne Express package delivery guy. <laughs> so well, I was like, oh, very lame. authentic. <laughs> I know I had the shorts. I wore the shorts. It's like October. <laughs> So what the heck? <laughs> you were in it. You were like committed. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think I, I showed up late just oh, like, you know, when sure. you deliver the packages, you know, oh, fa- a day very. late. <laughs> <laughs> I threw a thing on the door that said, sorry, we missed you. <laughs> Even though I never knocked or rang the doorbell. <laughs> you know, just like they do all the time. Yeah. So, typical delivery driver. So uh, how many shows do you get out to? I try to get to at least one a week. If I'm, you know, that's kind of my standard of getting to one a week. Um, if I get to more than that, great. Yeah, that seems like, uh, to me, that seems like a lot because I don't even get out to that many. Okay. One a week. How so. much do you? Oh, God, don't ask me that okay. question. Okay. You, you wait till next. I get on to your show. Oh, okay. And then okay. you can ask me questions. Okay. This is how this works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. sorry. I know I'm not used to being <laughs> asked a question. So right. uh, I had to ask one. And yeah, you can. Bet your bottom dollar. I'm going to ask that November seventh yeah. when you and Bridge come over to my show. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to be near. I'll be the nervous one. Yeah. So I'll be the one sweating for sure. So <laughs> it is. It's weird to be on that end of the microphone, isn't it? When you're used to being it the is. one asking the questions. Yes. You just can't. I mean, you just get you get nervous. You, you kind of know how it's like to be an artist getting interviewed by. Absolutely, and someone. being told. I'm going to turn your mic off because I've definitely <laughs> said that before, too. <laughs> was it hard? Uh, 
learning the FCC rules as somebody who, because you didn't have, you didn't like go to into like DJ training in school or anything. No. So when it came to like learning the ins and outs of the FCC and what you can and can't do with certain rules, there's political rules and then there's language rules and there's music rules and there's payola and plugola and all that stuff. I mean, how, how did that part of your learning the radio business side go? I think it went well. You know, I went through board certification training through the station, so we covered a lot of that. I think it was three or four weeks. And uh, so it was ingrained there. Also learn if someone does do something like that, it's kind of made known. Right. (laughs) Not publicly, maybe, maybe publicly, maybe not. And And internally for sure. Internally. And it's like, oh, that's right. Don't do that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Noted. Um, I work in clinical research so we have to follow protocols so rule following is pretty good yeah i I like to follow rules yeah so you want to do what you like to do exactly (laughs) the fda the fcc i want to be good with them right yeah and there's faa rules too that go along with with radio because of the towers oh maybe we didn't get maybe that's the advanced class maybe yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so you would have too many acronyms to try to realize like oh is that fda fcc or faa i don't even know (laughs) just don't do it (laughs) right yeah is that future farmers ffa (laughs) so yeah they uh i mean everybody knows the language rules you know Mm -hmm. you can't swear or can't say anything vulgar but with music rules you can't play oh i know uh, what three three songs from the same artist in a row within an hour You, you can't play more than two from the same album back to back i mean it's just like rules like that he's like how does anyone keep any of this straight i know and who i don't want to really i'm not going to ask that question i feel like i'm going to bring in something i don't want to bring in so exactly how do you keep track of that as a dj (laughs) yeah i guess that's what music logs are for oh that's true so everything's documented everything's documented yeah everything gets sent out to everywhere just so the, the right people get paid for the music being played on the air so Absolutely. that's the another uh, thing we talked about was uh, maybe we didn't talk about it. So let's I'll say it now. If you're an independent artist, get registered with ASCAP oh, yes. and BMI. And what's the sound exchange? I think it's the third one. Otherwise, you won't get paid if your music gets played anywhere. Oh, these are good so. tips. These are additional tips. Yeah. Additional tips. Yeah. The, I should have saved stage. them for next yeah. next year. Yeah. So. Well, that'll be next year. No one will remember. Yeah, right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Venues, too, have to pay licensing fees. Do they? Yeah. I guess I because they're know. getting, anytime you get paid to play music or make your money off of music, you're supposed to be registered, which is what, like, wedding oh. DJs and, like, podcasters are kind of in that gray area. They come down harder on podcasters than they do wedding DJs. So, because it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. You do feel bad, though, because they're not making much money, local artists. Right. So any, yeah. anytime you get a chance to uh, support them, Bandcamp and their merchandise, and then uh, anytime you shows. can spin them. Spin them. Go, go to the shows. shows. Yeah, I am a, as part of being in the local mu- I, MSP sound show, I, I am a huge, like, I'm committed to, like, yes, I want to go to a show a week. I want to buy merchandise. I will buy music. I just kind of want to live up to that standard. Like, yeah, I have the show, but I also like to support and give back into the community as well. 
yeah. I think it's really important. Yeah. Growing up, what kind of music did you listen to? <laughs> a lot of 80s, 90s pop. Uh, I was a huge fan of the Jets. Oh, nice. Um, that was my first concert. Was it at the State Fair? Yes. I was yes. there at that concert. <laughs> <laughs> was it the oh my gosh. the uh, the matinee? No. They did it. Oh, I was at the. They did a matinee oh. show, and I was at that one. Oh my gosh! My parents took me, and we were in. I know, like they've restructured the grandstand since then, but we were technically in the front row, but it wasn't really like the front row, right? Because there was all that open space. Oh, that's when they had the racetrack there. Yes. Yeah. And so my parents were like, you are never going to be in the front row again. Just don't don't get used to this. Don't get used to this. And I've been in the front row many times since then. But it was good advice at that time. But it was very exciting. I saw them at doing a radio interview at the now defunct WLOL. It was a huge moment in my little life. Right. <laughs> That's pretty big, though, because we saw them. They did an interview with, uh, it was a good company, Steve and Sharon. Oh. The TV show with Gary Lumpkin. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so they did a they did show. the interview. They recorded the interview in the morning. They always recorded the show in the morning and then played it in the afternoon. So I remember being there for that. And then we went to the show, the matinee performance at the grandstand. So. Oh, fun! Oh my gosh, I love that we had two completely different experiences yeah. with the same band in the same day. Right. Yeah. That we were. <laughs> but they said they were talking about their old name. Their first name was Quasar. Oh. They named it after the TV brand, the old television brand Quasar. <laughs> it's like the only part of the interview I remember. So, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's really loud. <laughs> Can you imagine like, oh, let's go see Quasar. You know, my favorite band is Quasar. <laughs> right. <laughs> from my childhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you, um, do you have any other bands that you remember liking or listening to a lot? growing up yeah i mean i'm a girl of a certain age so like the jets new kids on the block were mm-hmm. a huge part um i who else i listened to a lot i think like then in the 90s i moved into like the grunge alt rock scene and i fell in love like i love like garbage and no doubt and i really and it probably shows through on my show because i do love like a rock band with a female fronting just singing screaming whatever I love just a woman against, like, loud rock and guitar. Right. That's kind of what I gravitate towards, probably still from that moment. Like, Letters to Cleo, I love the Breeders, all those bands. Yeah. You get, uh, you have, like, the CDs. Oh, yeah. At home still, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I can't get rid of them. Yeah. I want to. I should have played them in forever. They're just in a nice little storage case. Right. Do you still buy physical music media? I do. Not as much. I'll buy vinyl now. Um, I did buy I did buy Lizzo's latest CD, and I hadn't bought a CD in a long time. <laughs> and I bought it, I don't know. It's just, you know, one of those weird moments as we're going through the pandemic where you buy random things. Like, even though things are getting better when her album came out, because it was just recently, it was like she posted something on Instagram that she, like, hand-glittered these album covers. Really? And so I... Oh, I have to have a hand glittered right. Lizzo <laughs> CD. Uh, so that was my most recent. <laughs> it's harder to find CDs because like yeah. Target is not <gasps> That's is right. hardly selling them anymore. And Best Buy doesn't sell them anymore. Oh, my gosh. So finding that 
type of physical media, you have to go to the show or buy it off the website, yeah. which is making it tough That's to true. buy. So but I'm glad vinyl is coming back. That's act- I'm actually pretty excited about that because I'm, I was at, when I was a kid, it was still a thing, but it was phasing out because cassettes mm. were becoming bigger and then the CDs came and then that wiped out the vinyl industry for a while. Yeah. And now it's coming back and I like that sound a lot better. Me too. So I get, I don't know, it's that, probably that scratch, the needle scratch I that know. you hear. <laughs> it is. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. I want to get one of those old uh, entertainment systems like we had when I was a kid. We had, it was on one side was the radio, in the middle was the TV, and then on the other side was the vinyl, uh, the record player. Oh. So those were, that was always fun. Oh, yeah. So, and then if you're really, you could tell if your your friends really had a lot of money is they had the ones that changed. The, you'd put the other record on top and then it would change it out by itself oh i don't just drop the it so it'd be you'd play the one you were listening to and then the needle would come and it would drop the next record on top of that and then the needle would start playing that one that was a fancy record player wow yeah it's like almost like an at-home jukebox yeah i don't know if i've ever seen that yeah well you probably never will i mean i doubt they even make them anymore they should this is a big ask yeah it is (laughs) get it done yeah (laughs) Sony, if you're listening, right? They listen all the time. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, they want to hit me with the copyright infringement. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> Stop playing our music without asking. Uh, all right. Well, you sent some music. Uh, you sent yeah. four songs. Uh, you have "Lays and Low" uh, with uh, Brandon uh, Pulfus, we first half. Yes. Um, and then you sent uh, Maria Issa with "Yimmy." Yes. Um, Scrunchies. Yes. And see more perspective. So let's get into that music. And then when we come back, um, I want to hear uh, why you picked those. If there's like some big, deep story behind all four of them, that would be awesome. If not, then that's okay, too. Okay. And then we're going to make you do the weather because that's oh. what we do around here. All right. So. All right. I'll be ready. All right. You're Bring listening it. to the 945 show on Frogtown Community Radio.
Ignition bottle swirling from the source. Mental elevation, mind hurdling a course. Up and over obstacles and swerving like a Porsche. Suddenly I wait. There's a disturbance in the force. The phone rings. Something in my zone stings. I picked it up, said she was there and saw the whole thing. Slow down. What's going down? Oh, wow. No wow. Be right over in a short while. Put on my kick. A couple weapons in the backpack. Tighten lace hoodie up over the snapback. Check my pockets, feel some stickers and hand them out. Shake my head as I grab a pen and I'm out. Through the door, down the hall in the staircase. Halfway down, door opens at a snail's pace. I stay in place, staring away. You're the staring face, thinking from the headphones. Lyrics about despairing ways. I dive down, both fists through the archway. Stand to face a piece of likes, which you see in arcades. Sub-Zero with the radio rap swag. A blank expression and... Silliness that brag. He said... Ignorance. I said, I know who sent you. But you don't know who else we got that's gonna test you. He opened his mouth and cold soul filled the room. I dropped a sacred verse up through the window with a boom. I dusted off, made my way through the wreckage. I heard a voice say, we spotted more perspective. Then a gunshot and the steps of dumb plots. They followed clumsily. I took them out with one thought. To the rooftop, left across town. Paid a visit to my friend to see what's going down. Buzzed up, only heard back from every breath. That's when I saw the sign, received the empty text. Through my phone as it lit up like the 4th of July. That's when I knew that the next phone was lies. This fool thought he disarmed my music. But little did he know that I was now fused to it. Rents and shadow, whisper and attacks. Flashes of the first fold and listen to the whack. I spit poison tip quotes from a couple of books and lies couldn't speak. He froze and couldn't look. There was sadness here. He sensed that it was fertile. Until I laid a couple pages from my journal. Nothing like a self-affirmation to belittle him. Weak and debilitated. Became so little then. He looked up, winked, and flitted to the wind. I flicked a pen with ink to split his brittle wig. Sense him in the air now. And every bit is big. Sound waves I got for that, so didn't trip. Next up was selfishness. He said we got hip-hop. We shed light like the fast game of zip-zop. Without the zap, got him. Knew that he was falling. All I had to do was sacrifice my life to stall him. I took a step to let him know that I was all in. Knew that it was over, didn't even bother crawling. His last effort off the radio and love from I spoke with clarity and rhymes from up above the small. He shook his head and said, Yo, see, you never change. I said, the truth is that you don't, really, you never can. So bring him out, let him free before I do this. He made a gesture to his minions like a nuisance. They brought a body bag, size of the youth. My heart stopped, but I didn't feel the truth. They opened up the bank and said, you'll find him tip-top. I saw Lil Radio. and laughed. This isn't hip-hop. I laughed loud. And now I thought before I bounced. Reaching to my pocket. He a stack of stickers out. They burned with light. shook from the presence. I leapt into the sky. Left behind those perspectives. All right. See more perspective with another day on WFNU. Frogtown Community Radio, you're listening to the 945 show. Uh, before that, we heard Scrunchies with Absolute Maximum. And then uh, Maria Issa with Yimmy La Raza. If I, uh, I don't think my accent's very good, but I tried. Uh, and then Lazen Low with uh, Brandon uh, Pulfus with First Avenue. Yes. Awesome music. Why'd you pick those four songs? I love, I'm, I mean, I love all four of those artists. I love that First Avenue track is so fun of course about oh, first avenue mm-hmm. that little music venue i think yeah, it's I've still open it. yeah, yeah. It. i think they're still around um and i just i love it i love how they that track just kind of goes into a little throwback to funky town in there and it's just very fun and funky i dj'd an event a couple weeks ago <laughs> 
Mall of America Fabletics, the clothing nice. store. Right, yeah. Woo! And people, they have like this big window open and people walking by were bobbing their head to it. And nice. Yeah. And like, I already knew the song was a banger, but people in the store and out walking by were, yeah, what is that? Yeah. Validated. Um, yes. <laughs> That's how I test out my musical right. taste. Oh, people are liking it. Uh, so that's a huge reason why I picked First Avenue. And then uh, scrunchies. I mean, I started headbanging a little bit. That's you just, did, I, yeah. <laughs> I wish we had the camera going. I'm kind of glad we didn't, but I just, <laughs> I love scrunchies again. It kind of goes back to what I was saying. With I love like a rock band with a female fronting voice, and they're just so rocking. And I, I'm just such a fan of what they do. Maria Issa, I mean been a fan for many years i had her on my show during the pandemic and just hearing about her life and her beliefs and everything it was just not only does she make incredible music and she put out a couple albums i feel like during the pandemic like the first one was the first it came out i think august of 2020 and she recorded it in march 2020 where we have no idea what's going on we don't know how long we're going to be in lockdown and i said but you're oh it's so happy i would never guess that you know all this anxiety everything that we were feeling you were recording this happy little album in your home and and it's just so fun and danceable and she's always just put out really great fun music and puts on a great live show and see more perspective oh my gosh love see more perspective seeing them perform a couple times the album that's off of um, The Jaws of Life After Death. I think I got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> doing this off the top of my head, right. usually I have a screen to look at or I can call back. Um, that just came out about a year ago, and they did a really cool art installation not far from here in that sculpture park near here somewhere. Oh, yeah. Was it's, it downtown? It's not downtown. Not downtown. It's just right off the freeway accident you know i just don't ever ask me for direct i think we kind of figured that i think uh that got called out a few times during oh, yeah, you get state. Lost i get lost you yeah. don't have to turn me in a circle it's just <laughs> i step out of a place like oh crap where was i coming from but uh they did a very cool album release show there about a year ago and it was out you know outdoors fall and just cool lighting and other people had art installations running and and i just i love that album and did I get everybody? Did I all four? You did. did. I all four? Okay. Yeah. Well, like, I Good job. Wow. <laughs> I did that without notes. That was that was something. <laughs> yeah. Now you know you can do it. I can do yeah. it. I am a legit like, radio DJ. I can do both sides now. Okay, great. I don't need my notes. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You should do like a whole month of shows without any notes. <laughs> See how much you can bring back just by memory. Exactly. So. <laughs> All right. Well, now we have like a very important part of the show. Um, We talked about this. uh, No pressure, but a lot of people have done really well at this. Mm. Um, It's uh, we're still looking for like an underwriter. I really want an underwriter for this segment. But here we go. Krista, are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. It is now time for the WFNULP Out the Window Weather Report. I told you I had a sounder for this. (laughs) I love it. <laughs> All right. So for those of you who don't know, um, what Krista's going to do is look out our window of our studio from the 10th floor of the Radisson Hotel by the State Capitol, and she will tell you what the weather 
looks like outside. <laughs> Take it away, Krista. Oh, thank you, Mike. All right, so looking out the window, it's sunny. Oh, not really any clouds. I see a flag off in the distance. It's waving around, so there's wind in some direction. Perfect. I do. Wouldn't I? Would not. I don't know. I if we just said I don't know direction, so I don't know which way it's. It's blowing that way. Coming from, but yeah, it's coming from the direction the flag is blowing. Right. <laughs> um, beautiful foliage. If you want to go out and check out, I think I said that word right. You did. There's. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the leaves, the trees. This is a beautiful view up here. Yeah, the uh, the leaves are changing. It actually looks really nice. They do, yeah. Nice fall color. So it was a little crisp when I stepped out of the vehicle when I got to the station. So maybe about 50 degrees, I would say. Oh, you're close. You're was close. I? Yeah. Okay, it was, a, it was a good estimate. Yeah, it was good. Well, there you go. Congratulations. <laughs> you did your first out-the-window weather report for uh, WFNU. Oh, my gosh. Yay. The 945 show. Awesome. Woohoo. All right, uh, let's get into uh, the weather for today. We're looking at a high of 62 degrees. Our low this morning was 34. Ooh. Yeah, there was frost on the roofs of the neighbors this morning. It was Ooh. really cold out there. Uh, we're looking at sunny conditions most of the day around 3 o'clock. We could see some clouds roll in. Uh, tomorrow it'll be a high of 62, partly sunny skies, a low of 40 degrees. Uh, Monday we're looking at 68. Tuesday... Where it's going to feel really good. 76 degrees and sunny on Tuesday. Um, And then we start dipping again starting Wednesday. 64 for a high Thursday. We we won't get up more than 50. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we will be in the low to mid 50s. Currently, it is 45 degrees in St. Paul. Oh, that's close. You're close. Yeah. Mm. So, and I almost just took my phone right off the table. (laughs) But I have insurance, so it would have been okay. That's, that's all right. Good catch. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Krista, we also go through uh, after the weather, if I can pull it up here because my laptop is not behaving well. There we go. Uh, we go over some celebrity birthdays from the past week um, and then whatever little weird story or whatever I could find um, off the Internet and uh, the radio prep service that I use. Um, And I will be able to tell you that as soon as, (laughs) well, maybe not. Maybe we won't get to it today. I don't know. Oh, do you remember anyone from the list? Um, Trying to think if I heard of any celeb birthdays this past week. I do know Lindsey Buckingham turned 73 this weekend, or this past week from uh, Fleetwood Mac. There we go. Thank you, laptop. (laughs) Uh, Chubby Checker turned 81 (gasps) this week. Wow. Uh, Tommy Lee from Motley Crue, turned 60. Stop! Yeah. Well, this one really will trip you out. Uh, Gwen Stefani, you mentioned, uh, no doubt. She turned 53 this week. (gasps) Nev Campbell turned 49. Oh, Nev. And it's it's Scream season. Yes. watch those Scream movies. That's right. Tessa Thompson uh, from the Marvel movie. She she played Valkyrie in the uh, Thor movies, um, and she's in Westworld, too. She turned 39. Um, Noah Schapp from Stranger Things turned 18. <laughs> <laughs> Susan Sarandon, 76. What? Yeah. Christoph Walls from Inglorious Bastards oh. and James Bond and lots of other movies. He turned 66. Kate Winslet mm. turned 47. Okay. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg turned 39. I thought he was in his 40s already. Yeah. So um, Elizabeth Shue. Oh. Turned 59. 
Oh my gosh. And cellist Yo-Yo Ma turned 67. Um, and then I think I have Simon Cowell on the phone. Simon, I'm going to tell everybody how old you are. Can I? No. Oh, please. Can I? No. How about I'm going to do it? No. Simon. Simon. No. I'm going to hang up. No. All right. We're hanging up on Simon. I'm going to tell you how old he is anyway. Uh, Simon turned 63 this past week. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, last week I had Ganymede on. He had no idea who Christina Milian was. And I, oh. She turned like 41 or something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, his wife called him out, though, on it right away. So. Oh, good, good, <laughs> yeah. good. She's like, how can you not know? <laughs> it was awesome. Thanks, Laramie, for doing that. That was, <laughs> was awesome. Um, so do you have a fireplace at home? I do not. Okay, uh, neither do I. Uh, not a working one, anyway. Um, so you want your couch facing the fire. A lot of people do want their couches facing the fireplace, and they put their TV up over the fireplace oh. right above the mantle and it's beautiful and it's like 70 inches long the tv um, but if you hang your tv over the mantle of your fireplace you're doing it wrong it's a mistake um, aside from the fact of the heat rising that's not great for electronics you shouldn't hang a television above even a decorative fireplace because experts recommend that the top of the screen should be between 15 and 35 degrees from the horizontal plane of your eye level is science with Mike right now. Oh, So you want to aim for like 15 degrees because of the the way you have to strain your neck to look up and see it could oh. cause neck problems. Really? Yeah. So if you have your TV above the fireplace and you've in the last couple of years and now you've got some neck issues, that might be the reason. So you want to watch that. Nutrition experts say that a slice of pizza is a better breakfast option than most cereals because of the amount of sugar in cereals. And the law has not been changed in over 20 years about labeling instructions. <laughs> so there's fancier ways for cereal companies to get around labeling how much sugar is actually in their oh. cereals. So even some of the healthy cereals have more sugar than they are saying on their labels. So a slice of pizza might be a better option. I mean, I'm for that, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of pizza, a survey found that Americans, there goes the phone, <laughs> Americans eat pizza on an average of 4.3 times per month. And the survey also found that 83% of respondents counted pizza as among their favorite foods. Pepperoni was their favorite topping. Uh, and anchovies were the least favorite topping. New York-style thin crust pizza was the favorite style of pizza, with 38% choosing that. What is your favorite pizza style topping etc <laughs> this is a great question i i love i do like a thin crust i like you know supreme pizza garbage pizza with everything on mm -hmm. it different types of meat different veggies a lot of cheese but my favorite pizza i just had punch pizza not for the first time but i had punch pizza this week and nice. i like the mimi and they this is fun because it's they cook the crust and then they give you, then they put the toppings on after. So it's just like fresh mozzarella, basil, and tomatoes. And you put it on top and it's like rubbed with like olive oil. And it's amazing. It looks weird at first because it's like <laughs> not melted mozzarella. Right. It's fresh mozzarella and it's, it's the best thing ever. Awesome. Yeah, I like, uh, I'm a sausage and black olive guy. Okay. Yeah, sometimes I'll throw jalapenos or banana oh. peppers on there. Yeah, that's Depending a good one. on what I want to do. 
Uh, here's some three things, uh, or here are three things you didn't know yesterday. You may know them. Some of these are, it, one of them I did know. So some people might know. I mean, you might know these, Krista. I know, I'm not sure. Uh, one useless fact at a time, the world's largest piece of chewing gum, or the world's oldest piece of chewing gum, excuse me, is over 9,000 years old. <laughs> <laughs> the average person produces enough saliva in their lifetime to fill two Olympic-sized swimming pools. Disgusting. <laughs> and McDonald's sells 75 hamburgers every second of every day. That's worldwide. Okay. That's a lot of hamburger. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yep. I'm trying to process all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about how about process this? So this is what uh, some some results of some surveys that have been done over the internet uh, over the last couple of months. Um, how do you pronounce GIF? Do you pronounce it with a hard G? So do you pronounce it GIF or JIF, like the peanut butter? I probably say both just to make sure that I'm covering all bases. <laughs> GIF or JIF. Right. 83% of the people who responded to that particular question pronounce it with the hard G. Oh. GIF. Uh, is soup cereal? <laughs> no. Right. Uh, 78% <laughs> of people say it's not. Okay. Toilet paper, over or under? Over? Oh, the over. Right? Over. I mean, what maniac goes who, under? Who does that? Right. <laughs> 85% say go over. Yes. Um, and then do you consider hot dogs a sandwich? <laughs> I mean, my gut says no. 61% say no, it is not a sandwich. Okay. I always like to tell people it's a taco. That really gets them. But I also put That's... carrots in my chili, which is, some, I guess, controversial on Twitter. Oh, that is, that is a hot topic. Yeah. <laughs> Would you eat chili with carrots in it? I mean, if someone else made it, yeah, I probably <laughs> wouldn't make mine that way. <laughs> That's just weird, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're listening to the 945 show on Frogtown Community Radio. I am Mike Rez. Krista Wax from KFAI's. MSP Sound is here. Uh, we would just have a couple more minutes uh, before the show's wow. over because we have uh, top-of-the-hour breaks and stuff. What or where can listeners find you on the Internet? Mm, you can find me on Instagram at MSP Sound KFAI, along with Twitter, also on Facebook. Just look up MSP Sound. And there I am. How do musicians get their music to you or get a hold of you to get that stuff on the radio their stuff on the radio that's a great question you can find my contact info on the kfai website kfai.org slash msp sound no notes no notes yeah, yeah i know i'm like <laughs> oh they just rattled all that off thank you you're right i i was so in a zone at what what <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's that is that your marketing side of your brain took over and was like okay i gotta say this now gotta say it all so, <laughs> get it all in there uh, quickly, just before we have to go, do, were, was KFAI open during the pandemic? Or did you have to do a lot of pre-recording? You did a lot I of pre-recording it. back then anyway because you were overnights at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it was all pre-recorded. And, and most people, I think it was about half and half were in studio or just doing pre-records. Okay. So. Yeah, I wanted to get that question because I was curious about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I should find that out. So, But it was very limited to who could be in the studio yeah. or station, too. Yeah, yeah, we had to, well, everyone had to be safe yeah, <laughs> back exactly. then. So I'm glad we can do in-studio again. 
So, because we've had this conversation too, where in studio is the best. Absolutely. So I think you get in a groove and it just feels better Mm -hmm. to see people face to face anyway, because that's the way humans are. Yes. All right, Krista. Well, thanks for coming in. That was fast. That went really fast. I know. Don't we get another hour? Uh, Yeah, why not? What are they going to do? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then my card will stop working. (laughs) 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 All right. Thanks. Krista Wax from KFAI's MSP Sound. Listen, uh, Mondays, Mondays, 8 8 to 10. All right. And then I'll be on November 7th. So listen then too. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend.